the steroid era, all this stuff. Baseball tries to run from this stuff, but the reality is that cheating happens all the time. Cheating has been rampant in the sport for as long as we can remember. The Mets were canola oil away from being in that <laughs> matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what you know about Benchmark? They're speaking the facts that you wanna hear That rapper jersey, the vision is clear Diamonds glisten like a chandelier You know what I'm here for, like Michelle Lynch At clutch time, we do not flinch Real brothers, we do not switch Hit home runs with the right pitch Who run the city? What to do when they hating on you? I feel like Kobe 2010 Taking an L, all I need is a win This is his business, you know how they go You playing the seats, now it's time to grow Tune in now, gotta be in the know Showtime, bitch, my butter blow Yeah, welcome back, welcome back. It's another episode of the Bitch Mob ENT. We are back. This is episode 212. This is going to be MLB playoffs episode. Y'all been asking what's our thoughts, what who we think is gonna win MVP, Cy Young, all that good stuff. You're gonna get it in this episode. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share with any and everybody. Greg, Mr. Hot Takes, Debate Your Mother Sins Mayor, how are you doing tonight? We're talking about baseball, not as well as I would be otherwise. Let's <laughs> be real. You know, talk well, football instead, damn. <laughs> Miles, obviously, with the Yankees gear on, how are you doing tonight? Hey, you muted, bro, bro. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm really. I, I know what he said when he was on mute. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing good. Um, feels good to be back in the playoffs once again. Just wrapped up game one. Uh, feeling good. I'm. I'm really not worried about this series. I'm. I'm worried about the next series against Houston because I don't really see Seattle giving them problems. We saw what happened earlier today. They had a 7-2 lead and they folded. So well, before we even go into our playoff predictions, looking at you know the division series on both sides and possibly that next round and our awards, we got to start with one of the teams that is not playing in the playoffs right now, the New York Mets 100. Yeah. And one wins. They're out after the wild card. They had 175 days in first place. They end their season on a one-hit shutout. Was this season a failure or a success? It was a failure. It was 100% a failure. How um, can you say that, Greg? How can you say that with a straight face? What do you mean? It was, it was a failure. failure. Yeah, it was a failure. You guys won 100 games and didn't make – the like official playoff who thought that the Mets would win 100 games going into this year I bet I told I actually told you for the longest time the talent the new piece of talent was there for them to be good and the Sterling Marte things they did the, the, the Chris Bassett's the trades they the, all the moves they made in that offseason last year worked it just it worked in terms of them being a good team and them adding to what they had and then it, it and then the, the hiring of Buck Showalter 
it all worked out in that regard. And you, you're going to lead to more regular season wins because you're just a better managed, better coach team with better players, right? But, I, I, you know, when you think about what it could have been with this, with this pitching staff, yeah, you could make some real noise. I mean, this is the best – that was the best Mets team I'd seen in my entire life, I think, right? A one-on-one that's, – that's probably what. I think that record was um, – the third best finisher they've had to a season in Mets history or something like that. I might be somehow to fact check me on that, but it's something like that. It's like top three, top three finish. And for them to not make it to the playoffs officially is crazy. Now, now granted the national league is a, is a, was a monster. I I've never seen the national league be as good as it was that the, the Braves won 74 games in the second half of the year. I don't know that it was a Mets collapse as much as it was, the Braves just being amazing down the stretch and literally taking it from the Mets. I think that's really more so what happened, but yes, there's a, it, it's a failure because when you think about it, they had to win one game against Atlanta to, to make sure this didn't happen to make sure that they were in the playoffs right now, playing the Phillies. And you had the Grom going, you had Scherzer going, they both, I, I don't, I want to say something totally different, but I'm gonna keep it clean. They both just wet themselves in big, in a big moment. The Grom and Scherzer wet themselves in a big moment. They've, neither of them were good. The Grom hadn't been good in his last six starts. Uh, Scherzer had struggled in his last couple of starts too. But the Grom stuff was a little more concerning to me because at least Scherzer had some nice showings and big games up until that point. Until up until that, I believe it was the uh, a Yankees game he struggled in. Um, but I, the the Grom stuff was just really off putting to me. Like really, the whole year you're talking about, he's talking about, you know, I don't know if I'm going to come back. You know, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, Meanwhile, this bill, the, the 60 time billionaire, like over, you know, Steve Cohen saying, I'm doing whatever, I'll do whatever to bring you back. And he's telling everybody, I don't know if I'm going to come back. So, right there, it makes you feel like he didn't want to be here to begin with. I just have my skepticism about him and how he pitched. Did he never look like himself? Never did. He, against the A's and that just, did, I remember watching him pitch against the A's. It was just a joke. Um, so, I'm, I was really turned off by the way he finished the season. And it is a disappointment. They, they should have been able to win. Uh, more games than they did down the stretch with that, with that pitching and they didn't finish strong. So um, yeah, I don't see how I could say it's a success. I, I don't, you know, your $300 million shortstop had a good season, but he only hit 270, what, 272 or something. I, I just, $300 million will get you more than that. Like I'm just, he had a good season, but for him, that's nothing for him. That's like, yeah, that's all right. You know, I just, I expected more. Alonzo was a guy who lived to live to the building. I thought he did a good job this year, but. It, it was a complete letdown, complete letdown. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about the game, the, the one hit. And I won't get too off my soapbox right now about that game because I think we'll get there. That's where this conversation is going. But it was a complete letdown, 100%. I, that's how I feel. How do you feel like it was a success? What do you mean? Like the way it all ended was so tragic. It was the way it was a way a Mets season could only ever end. No, you're right. In that sense that the way it ended was tragic, but everything leading up to it, I mean, you got like an MVP candidate in Pete. You got two really good pitchers on the staff. You got a good shortstop. You got like players all over, young pieces coming up. And when the young pieces did come up, they did pretty good. But it's, this, is come, this is something building for the next like three, four years. You don't, you don't have to worry about this year. I think you're not going to sign Nemo. If you do, it's crazy because, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't need to be paid that much. I hope you guys learned your lesson from Conforto. You don't have to pay these guys. Let them walk, find money elsewhere. 
and get a cheaper option. Like Nemo's cool, but he's not, you know, he's not Ken Griffey Jr. Um, you got to bring DeGrom back by any means necessary. Like he's still, he's like the modern day Tom Seaver for y'all. And if you let him walk again, you'll regret it. Because I mean, Scherzer's cool, but he's about to turn 40. So at some point, you know, I don't think too many pitchers besides Nolan Ryan and Randy Johnson pitch into their 40s and, you know, they're too successful. So DeGrom's the whole piece to this pot. And then you got the, the like three or four top prospects coming up. That is going to be like the next wave of the nucleus for the Mets. So it's like, yeah, it sucks because the wild card was all at home. It was all at City Field. So you got to at least win two of those for me. And that last game was sad because it felt like they just quit. Like once they scored those first two runs, it felt like the life left the stadium. The team just couldn't feed off it, which usually, I mean, earlier in the year, they'd get down and then they'd rally. But it just didn't feel like, I feel like they were just worn out. They were burnt out. Like Buck kind of burnt them out as the year went on. And this is what happens. But you live and you learn, right? <laughs> to your point, that was the second best season. 1986, y'all won 108 games. Yeah. See? Outside of that, it was a hundred win, couple hundred win seasons. So 101 was the second best Met season winning wise. Talking on that last game, what was your takeaways from that last game? Was there some cheating involved? What what was your, your takeaways? I I everyone's talking about what Gary Cohen said, and Gary Cohen basically, you know to just basically let Buck have it and said that it was sad and that, you know, it was a way, it was, it was, it was um, almost like a Bush league move to go out there at that point in the game and have them check. But look, he's right in the sense that he's only right in the sense that it was desperate. It was desperate. They couldn't hit him. They, they couldn't hit him at all. They had no success at all. It was, he was cruising. I think at that point, he probably only done like 59 pitches when they were, when they were checking him. And it was like the seventh inning. He was cruising. They couldn't do anything against him. So, I think that it was completely within balance to do it. I think that if he doesn't do it, you, and later on, you you know, all this stuff comes out after the game, well, the spin rate's higher, this and that, and you see how shiny his ears are. Ears are. Everyone's going to be talking about how it's malpractice on Buck's part. You know, everyone's going to be talking about that. So I just feel like it was, the, it was the right move to check it, even if it was at that point in the game. Okay, if, let's say they throw him out the game at that point then you got a guy coming out of the bullpen who hasn't thrown any pitches you, and you might tee up on him. You might get some life. So I think it was a smart thing, but a smart, heady veteran move by a good manager um, to do that, to get it checked out. But look, it was, is there cheating? I think there's cheating happens in baseball all the time. I think it's a sport where the cheating happens all the time. What, what are we talking about all the time that happens? Okay. We've been talking about foreign substances with these pitches forever to the point where now, this season, they started checking guys every every half inning. They're getting checked. Well, as they walk off the mound, that don't happen unless guys are cheating. And to begin with, and when Musgrove's ears look like two Michelin tires fresh off of, off of hot wax, then you tell me how I'm supposed to look at this guy and look and think that he's not cheating. That makes no sense. He clearly he clearly got something on his ears, and he was definitely touching his ears every, every like like every once in a while he touches ear. He was doing that, and the check by the umpires was just funny to me because. It was a half, it was a half, again, trying to keep it clean. It was a, you know, half behind check. 
It was a half iron check. They we went there. They they kind of quickly patted him down. They didn't want to find anything. That's what I see it. They didn't want to be no ump wanted to be the one to find something on his on this guy. They would, they didn't want to be the one to who to have to explain to the media. Oh, you know we have another cheating scandal. Oh my God, look at baseball again. They're cheating. Another cheating scandal. You have the Astro situation where Altuve is wearing is wearing a wire like he works for where he works for the the police. Um, the year a couple years ago, and you have all this stuff. You come on now. We have a bunch of cheating scandals. This steroid era, all this stuff. Baseball tries to run from this stuff, but the reality is that cheating happens all the time. Cheating has been rampant in the sport for as long as we can remember. Stealing signs is gamesmanship. We 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 walk a very tight line between what is cheating and what's gamesmanship in base, baseball. But I definitely thought there was some funny action going on there for sure. And I thought that Buck was well within his right to check. How desperation made it made sense to be desperate at that point. We weren't hitting anything, so you know it is what it is. The, the Mets didn't deserve to win that series. I I, I you know I'm not I'm not saying that Joe Musgrove do, having whatever he had, baby oil on his ears or whatever he had on his ears is the reason why we didn't win the game. I, you know, they didn't deserve to win that series regardless. They put themselves in that position, fine. They made their bed laying it. But yeah, he probably was cheating. And and I, you know what? I know that the, you would, Miles going to say, well, the Mets pitcher spin rate was up too. Okay, they might they might be also being indulgent. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm sure there's some guys in the Yankees doing it. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? So... Uh, it's, it's a it's a it's a rampant thing around across, across the league they, you know i'm just saying like but they don't want it they don't want to catch it though not in a playoff game with there's real co- consequences so they don't want to put a black smart on black mark on the game and they they chose to kind of ignore it and look the other way i understand it's fine but let's be real like that got no one's ears look like that if i walked over to you to your to you and my ear looked like a damn i, I don't even know like <laughs> like i had saran wrap on my ears you'd be like yo what's wrong with you like what are you good like so come on let's not let's not insult each each other's intelligence here by saying they checked they found nothing give me a break the guy the guy was clearly on something okay he was clearly on something something was wrong all right let let the ground grease up his ears Uh, you won't hit him ever again please (laughs) nah that's facts um something was really off with his ear yeah, I don't think baseball is weird. They don't want people to cheat. They don't want people to cheat, but it's like maybe hey, just don't get caught. We don't really want to. We don't really want to catch you. Look how long steroid the steroid era went on for. Exactly, finally it's caught. Like, it's the because it, it looks bad now. They care. Y'all knew the whole time they was doing oh, steroids. Y'all was. Reaping in the benefits because it was more exciting, honestly. During that yeah. time, it was more exciting. So, y'all had no problem with it because y'all was making more money, more views. It got out. Oh, now we're going to be tough on it and whatnot and keep Barry Bonds out of the Hall of Fame still. Yeah, right. Hey, keep it a buck. Barry, also, why you brought him up, I'll just throw this in there real quick where Mom gets his two cents in. Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player I've ever seen in my life, regardless steroids or not. I don't give it. And he's the, and he is the true home run ca- champion. See what I'm saying? Guys, these baseball guys, the baseball coach like to sit up on their high horses. Roger Maris' son come up to go out there and be like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, and Joe, Aaron Judge is the real home run king. No, shut up. Barry Bonds is the best hitter to ever live, period. And steroids or not, 73 home runs wasn't easy. Okay, I don't care if his head inflated to look the size of a balloon. I don't care. He was the best hitter to ever live. Period. He's the real home run king. Let's let's be, let's, let's let's keep it a buck. 
The guy was great before the steroids. He just he just bolted his level playing field. Wait, where's all this vitriol from Mark Mark, Mark McGuire? Because he put him half half behind apology out there so he could get a managing job. Give me a break. It's all cool when he was doing it. I ain't hearing I ain't hear no noise. Whatever, bro. I ain't gonna, you, I'm gonna have the wrong crowd mad at me for this one. I already know. <laughs> well, the Go difference on. between those two is that Mark McGuire admitted it. Barry still says he didn't do anything wrong, but. You could look at him in Pittsburgh and then him in San Francisco, and those are two different people. <laughs> they still were both – they both were cold, though. They both were cold, though. They both were nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was a MVP type guy before the steroids. He just didn't need to do that. Yeah. So he was still going to be one of the best players of all time. Might have not hit that many home runs, but still would have ended up with, like, five, 600 – like, maybe 700 home runs. So – yeah, but what are we talking about? We're talking about the Mets. It's a slippery uh, eared friend. Ear, ear gate. Is that what we're talking about? Ear gate. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't think he did anything wrong. I think, you know, sometimes people are a little sweaty. And that yeah, was that no sweaty ear. Yo, Miles is crazy. Hold <laughs> up. Then how does he pass the check? Like they were in his ears deeper than the Q tip. It was never in his ears until the the, the, the that check, the final check. But every half inning, they weren't looking at his greasy ass ear. <laughs> they weren't looking at that. They weren't looking at it until until Buck went out there and said, "Hey, yo, what's going on here?" The guy it was going. The guy looks like he he just ran his ear across a hot hot oil plan, and we're, we're over here playing this weird game where we're gonna ignore it. And meanwhile, he's throwing like the best he's ever thrown in his life. Who the hell? Who's Joe? Who's Joe? Who's Musgrove? What even is a Musgrove? Are you kidding me? And now he's going out there looking like Randy Johnson? Okay. Okay. <laughs> looking at the teams that are in the playoffs right now. Yankees, Guardians, that series. I think we all safe to say predicting Yankees winning that series. I mean, yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. That's, that's not what you have to worry about. The Yankees have a – yeah, they're going to have a fun series ahead with Houston. I'll be tuning to that one. Yankees, Astros. You got time on your hands. You can You can tune in. I don't. I don't have time. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't have time. No, when the Mets are out to play out, when the Mets are out, I usually tune out. But I, I'll, I'll tune in for this Houston. That Houston series, though. The Giants are four one. Don't forget. We'll talk about that later, though. Yankees, Astros. Just going looking ahead because we believe that'll be the matchup. How do we see the Yankees Astros series going? Let's let Ma give you his positive, his positive spin. Positive spin. <laughs> it's going to come down to hitting and pitching, as usual. Like, for the Yankees, we got Garrett Cole. He's got to come up and pitch like he did tonight. Can't give up the home run and be rattled like he's shown this year. Because, I mean, he led the league in home runs this year, which that can't fly. But he's got to come out, show out against Houston. We got Nestor. We got Severino. So we got a, a good trio right there. And then we got to have clutch hitting. That's the one thing that Houston's had over us for the last, like, five years of this rivalry is they always seem to come up with a clutch hit when they need it. Game's close, bottom of the ninth inning. Like, we saw what they did today. They were down in the ninth inning, down two runs, two outs, two strikes, and they found a way to win. So this team – even though they've cheated over the years, they, you know, they know how to play baseball. They're a good team. So we can't overlook them. 
and we won't. We won't overlook them this time, but I think that we're going to come out on top. That was the least confident declaration ever. <laughs> you, know, you don't even believe it. You don't I even do. believe it. You don't believe don't, it. I'm not going to be in the, the camera shouting like Noah. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not that excited, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Who, who's got the edge in pitching in the bullpen situation? I feel like it's the Astros, no? I feel like the Astros have the better pitching staff. Maybe yeah, I'm they got, they got the Cy Young winner, and they got a couple other pitchers, too. So it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough the bullpen test. crazy, too. It's all right. Yeah, <laughs> yo, yo, and then, and then Jordan Alvarez, and they got all the you know yeah. Altuve, and, no, they, and got, right they got they got ballers, they got ballers on this team. But Sheesh. at some they, point, you know, you got to knock the the king off the castle. I see. That's what we're doing. So at some point, law of averages, you're just you're hoping for the best. Hey, I got Astros and four. <laughs> Astros and four. Looking at the other series, Dodgers up 5-0 right now. Dodgers going to beat the Padres. Damn. Is it safe to say Dodgers Braves? Dodgers? No. Phillies. (laughs) It might be Phillies, bro. (laughs) No, I think think it's going to be Dodgers Braves. I think, like, this is the wake-up call they needed. They're a little rusty. Sometimes teams come out a little slow. That's what you saw with Houston. That's why they were down big. That's what you saw with the Braves, too. This is a good team. Like like Greg said, they were probably the hottest team in, in baseball in the second half of the season. So I think Dodgers-Braves, again, that's a good matchup. We got Freddie Freeman coming back to the A. He ditched them in the offseason, didn't want to take the money, you know, fired the agent. There's a lot of storylines running around in this series. So it'll be fun. I can see that too. I mean, the Dodgers, I think ultimately the Dodgers get out of the NL, the NL in general. They just went, I mean, they're just so, they're just so good. I mean, they're, they're the still, best team. They're the best team in baseball. <clears throat> the irony is that the only team that would have beat, they had a chance to beat them was the Mets because of their pitching staff. But that's if all things were, fi- were still were firing. If, if the Mets had seen them in a, in a series, a short series, uh, they could have got him. They could have got him about the paint. You, if you had Max Scherzer going well, you had Joe De, uh, Jacob Jacob Degrom going well. You had a chance. You had a real chance to get him up out of there. But and it's not like Degrom hasn't beaten them before in the playoffs. Just saying. So you know, it's it's one of those things. It's a it's a, it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. But we are where we are. But I, I think they'll get out. The Mets were canola oil away from being in that matchup. <laughs> I can't wait till the Astros have have all their pitches out here with greasy ass ears, <laughs> and you're complaining for from months on end. I'm not gonna complain because <laughs> they got you. On we've phone. been down this road too long. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, who do y'all predict as being in the World Series, and who do y'all predict as winning the World Series? Until they get knocked off, I'm rocking with my team. Just as Greg would rock with his team if they had made it out of the wild card. I'm rocking with my team. That's what I'm going to do. Who you see the Yankees playing against? Dodgers? Dodgers, yeah. It's going to be a classic, you know, 1930s matchup. Nice and racist. When... <laughs> <laughs> the Pro- Prohibition Series. That's what it's going to be. The pre- Pre-Segregation Series. 
<laughs> Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Judge Blackass not gonna be able to, be able to play. Oh boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Who's our predictions for uh, the American League MVP? Oh, Judge. Judge, yeah. Judge, Judge. Any, any chance you think Otani gets it? I hope so. But everybody gets first place votes. He gets first place votes, but it might be like one or two, just because you know he did have a great season. He had a great season, but Judge, you know, for what the team needed, if not for him, we're not where we are. So there's that. If In the National not, League, um, National League, I like Goldschmidt. I think it sucks that they lost in the wild card because. They had a really good season. Him, Arenado, Pujols was a good story, but Goldschmidt, <clears throat> he could have had a triple crown. Let uh, He had home runs, batting average, driving in runs for that team. He carried that team the whole way. So, yeah, Not for him, it would be Pete Alonso, but I think it's going to be him um, too. I think Goldschmidt, I think Judge, but I think um, – Otani will the Otani conversation is always interesting to have because he plays both sides of the ball. I also think he'll be a future Met for whatever it's worth. I do think we're just, we're just counting down the days till he is a Met. It'll it'll happen. Uh, that's what I ask for. I think it's very likely. Maybe more likely than than the, your boy Judge crossing the bridge. Yeah, yeah I think Judge staying. <laughs> I think so too. I think it'd be stupid not to pay him. I mean, they're gonna have to. They have to. That it would be really just. I don't see any way he ends up anywhere else seriously but if for whatever reason they can't match the price my god that'd be that'd be something who's your american league and national league cy young winners american league should be hands down verlander for him to come back from tommy john and pitch like this at almost 40 years old is crazy like i think his era was below two and he's pitching on the best team in baseball, well, second best team in baseball. So he didn't look good today, but for most of the season, he's looked like the most dominant pitcher, pitcher in baseball. So right. it was that. And then it sucks that he plays for the Marlins, though. But Sandy's been amazing. Yeah. He's been amazing. But you know, we'll see. It could be one of those things where it's like the Felix Hernandez, DeGrom treatment from when they won, where the team's <clears throat> not as good and the record might not show it, but, you know, the eye test shows it. Yeah. He was, I thought he was by far the best pitcher in the National League just in terms of stuff. Though, And you guys couldn't hit him. Guys couldn't hit him. The Mets did have a game where they hit him hard. But other than that, from what I had seen, and let's be honest, I'm not sitting here watching the Marlins game because why would I do that? Like, but but we, the guy was good. The guy was really good a lot of the year. So I I, I would expect him to win it. Um, and Verlander for sure is a guy that he just he was just mowing guys down all year with 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 reduced stuff. He's older. He it's it's amazing. He's just mastered pitching. So um Verlander looks like the easy choice for AL, AL Cy Young. But yeah. For manager of the year, we go with Terry Francona and Buck Showalter. Buck, man. That's a big turnaround for the Mets. I know they lost, but um, 
101, 101 wins. That's a lot. Couldn't, from where, and like Miles, like Miles said, like you wouldn't have expected that team to win that many games after the year before what they what the output was. So I, I think he's the right manager for the job. Obviously, he's got to get over his playoff hump, you know, on his James Harden type. But hopefully, you know, he does. But it, again, this is a regular season award. So I think he should win it. Um, and it's not just me caping for my guy. I really think he should win it. I think he deserves it based on the turnaround the Mets had in the NL. American League, you got Francona, Brandon Hyde. Who you got? I'm going to go with Francona. Francona, I think there's also legacy there, too. I mean, he's a, he's a great manager in general. Just he's done it multiple places. Um, but the job he's done this year, I, I don't think you can really deny how, how, how well he's done in that, in that position. So I'd say him on the AL side. What about you, Miles? I, I would take Hyde. My bad. I was muted again. <laughs> no, no, I was like, what's going on? No, I would take Hyde just because the Orioles have been so bad for so long. And the job that he did this year, they made, you know, baseball fun again in Baltimore when it's been kind of, they've been tanking. They've been like the, the Sixers and the Thunder where they just lose to get these draft picks. And at some point you got to hit on these draft picks and it looks like they have. So, and they got a pretty good manager and they were competitive. They, I think the AL East is one of the best divisions in baseball and they held their own this year with pretty much a, a young team traded most of their veterans off. I'd go with him. I got right for sure. That kid Adley Rushman's good too. Yeah. And then on the NL side, it's tough to give it to Dave Roberts just because that team is just – you have to be good with, yeah. with the Dodgers and the team you have. Um, it'd be a good story if Buck won, but, I mean, then this is like typical Buck. This is the peak. He never, he never gets past this. <laughs> this, is, this is it. He's never – He's not the guy to win the World Series. He's the he's the guy to get you to the guy to win the World Series. Well, it won't. He'll have um, he'll have plenty of opportunities to do it. I think that I think the Mets are gonna make big moves this offseason. Um, I think everybody. I think anybody would be able to predict predict that if you watch baseball at all. Steve Cohen's gonna be aggressive. He's gonna, he's probably not. He's probably not very happy right now. He's gonna be aggressive, so there won't be much of an excuse next year to fall short again. But so yeah, I can see what Mom was saying if they did. But uh, let's. I'm I'm trying to think the best, but I'm also very cynical right now too. Let's see what they do. Get Otani, I'll feel different though. Get Otani, I'll feel different though. Y'all, we're gonna keep you updated throughout these playoffs. We're gonna be touching on the series. We're gonna be talking about it, especially if we see some upsets. They will be on the episode. We will touch on it. We heard y'all. We listened. Y'all wanted some more content on baseball. We got y'all. But if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Bitch Mob ENT, we out. Peace. Peace.